grand welcome to all our listeners. Uh, this is the first podcast of the of the new year. So, wishing everyone a very happy new year. And with that, I welcome Shayun, uh, who's our uh, Man United spokesperson, if I may say so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Abro. Thank you so much. Happy New Year too, also. And so, let's start uh, speaking about United, and I'm sure you you must be really upbeat about their form. I am. I mean, uh, you, you look at the table and everything, I think, that has happened since the start of the season, especially, I think, the performance against uh, Tottenham Hotspur at home with United's, uh, you know, home uh, game uh, performances. I think it, it's absolutely, one can say it's uh, unbelievable that they are right uh, up there with Liverpool, having played, I think, one game less. And if they win against, I think, Burnley... They will go uh, top of the league. I think Manchester United fans still, I mean, although they are writing so much on social media, I, I really feel they can't believe what's happening. So it's it's uh, absolutely great to see uh, the position that the team is in. But I think, uh, you know, I'm, I think one of those very few people who's going to stick their neck out and I'm going to just say that this is uh, not a true reflection of where United as a team is uh, at the current level uh, because I think at the end of the day there is still a huge gap between uh, Liverpool and uh, Manchester City and they are I think they're still the torch bearers in terms of uh, how a team should play and how a team uh, should perform to get their uh, hands on the title. I think there is uh, still a long way to go but uh, obviously we can hope and hope is always a good thing. Yes, absolutely. But I think, you know, I was speaking to some of my other United friends as well and, and one of them was saying what uh, they are, they were saying that they are really impressed about it. At least they are they are back in the contention. Right? They are definitely, at least he was saying that we are definitely not going to win the league this season. It is great if we do so. But at least we are back in the mix. I mean, that is what is, uh, what is really great. Because, you know, things like this, I mean, in situations like this, we have team, we have seen teams who have gone just down the pipe, right? So, we have seen Liverpool, right. uh, you know, uh, uh, after Rafa, after the Rafa Benitez head is, they were really, really going down the, going down the pipe. So, I think that's, that's what uh, is, uh, is more, uh, you know, for the United fans, which is more uh, trusting. Right, right, right. At least there's a direction that Ole is, taking the team to, I mean, he is trying to stamp his own authority, his own style. I think I think there has been a change of uh, attitude, if I can say, and maybe not in terms of, you know, but whenever we say attitude, it's always uh, refers to the football style and how the players play on the pitch. But I think it's an attitude uh, at the back room, which we are talking about. That has, uh, I think Ole has made a conscious effort and he has spoken on so many occasions also uh, in press conferences and later on also that he wants to see a different Manchester United side who uh, should resemble something of uh, how it was with uh, Alex Ferguson. So I think he has made that conscious effort. He's trying to do a lot of things uh, at his end uh, to change all those. I think uh, the... You know, the clear indication is the kind of players that he's bringing in and the kind of players that he's willing to uh, let go of. 
So, uh, I mean, there has been a change, of course, uh, and that's uh, it's, it's good that it's reflecting, especially, you know, the wins that we have had uh, during the last one odd month against, I think, uh, you know, especially the ones where uh, we were trading at halftime and uh, maybe a couple of seasons back, United fans would have said, okay, here we go, it's going to be another loss. But, you know, just uh, amazing performances, uh in the second half and we have somehow turned it around so yes i think that sense of belief which is i think very critical in any game uh, especially football uh, if you are down two goals or three goals or one goal you have to come back and beat the team so i think that is uh, maybe uh, slightly coming back with each passing day and ole has uh, i think drilled that into the team so yes i think what you're saying is uh, yes that uh, strong mentality or attitude is there uh, which I think has helped uh, quite a bit, uh, not only in this season, I think last season also to come back into the Champions League spot and this season uh, where we are right now. Yes, and I think Ole has brought in legends like uh, Roy Keane and Van Giggs to you know uh, to the dressing room to give talks and to I mean, which is more to do about the mental aspect of the play. Right. Right? I mean, especially I mean, given the COVID and everything, getting right. down and working and working as a unit is. Right. Very important. We have uh, Darren Fletcher now in the last week who has joined uh, Ole's uh, right. first room team from under 16. So, again, he's another, uh, I think Ole has said that he's someone who has that, you know, Manchester United DNA in his uh, veins. So, I think he, he uh, you know, with Michael Carrick and now with Fletcher, he, he wants uh, those people who have uh, been uh, in that Alex Ferguson era who knows uh, how the club was. Uh, during those heydays and I think he wants to or rather he's trying to bring all those traits uh, from the you know, late 2000 and uh, late 90s into the current team. So, yeah. Right. And and I think the arrival of Bruno Fernandes has also, uh, you know, been very important in this turnaround. Right? He really looks like a leader on the pitch and someone who's ready to go that extra distance and do anything uh, to win the match. Right. I mean, see, I mean, everyone ha- has been speaking, of course, about the assists and the goals. Uh, but what has impressed me the most is, I think, you know, you mentioned how he performs on the pitch, not only in terms of his passes and his uh, goals, but I think his attitude. I mean, we have clearly lacked someone with a strong attitude in terms of, you know, let's go and win the match. I think Roy Keane comes into my mind from uh, the initial days I started watching Manchester United. And he was he was like a huge figure uh, in that midfield of United. I mean, people used to be scared of him, not, not for the tackles, but the attitude that he had towards the game. The You know, I, I'm not going to leave even a one-inch space, even if it's the last game of the season. So, I think that has been uh, clearly lacking. I know Maguire, we have uh, spoken quite a bit about his defence and all that. And Maguire... Is, is a good player at the end of the day. But I somehow do not see him as the captain. He Obviously, he is the captain. He's a English player and all that. But you need, I think you need someone with that, you know, that skill to uh, recharge the team, to guide the team whenever they are down or to let them, you know, bring them on with you whenever you are on that pitch. I think uh, when the camera focuses on Bruno from time to time, you, you see him shouting at certain players. You see him egging, you see him, uh, you know, calling for the ball, uh, asking for the ball from some other players. So I think 
I think that has been really important, which has caught my eye. Of course, he's a very creative player and a very good player from a footballing aspect. Uh, but uh, I think the other aspects also are very critical that uh, Bruno has uh, uh, brought to the team. Yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, he you need a leader like that in the pitch, uh, uh, in the pitch, right? So, right. my God, he is he might be a you know a really good footballer, but he is not a talkative person, right? So he is uh, someone who's not who will not go and confront the referee for everything. Yeah, you know, right. Absolutely. You need a captain who will, you know, back up the players, right, and is ready to do everything for the players, and then the players right. will play for that man. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So yeah, I think that has been a very important acquisition for United, and uh, yeah, absolutely. As you said, he has been instrumental in turning the team around. Uh, so another controversial uh, player in the team is Mr. Pogba. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, what are your thoughts about him during the season? I mean, he's such, such a talented footballer, right? such a talented footballer. In the last match we saw, right, he was so so good. But then he's he always, you know, you look like his mind is somewhere else. He is not settled. He wants to do something. Uh, you know, what are the right. Is he right. just to increase his price so that he can you know, go to a Real Madrid right. or somewhere? Uh, so I think uh, uh, I think I was on the podcast with uh, Supreet uh, when that uh, incident uh, happened with Amino Rayala when he said all those uh, you know disgusting things about uh, Pogba you know not wanting to be in the team and he is definitely looking out for a uh, you know transfer uh, in the in the January transfer window and of course he later uh, corrected himself that no he's staying and maybe. We'll look for something in the summers. So at that point, I remember uh, I was I personally was very uh, distressed by that uh, because United, you know, as I said, they're still sort of building on uh, the team. They're they're not the finished material. So whenever all these things come in the team, it, it causes a lot of trouble, uh, uh, not only on social media but in, inside the team in terms of the performance. So yes, I remember telling Supreet that. Uh, you know, let's just get rid of him. And I was echoing the thoughts of uh, Roy Keane on Sky when he said that United, you know, as a club has attracted the greatest of players in the past. And those players have, you know, moved on. Ronaldo, Van Nistelrooy. Uh, you talk of those greats and they have played for United and they have moved on. The clubs have paid money and etc. So, and then United have survived and United have then won uh, other uh, trophies also down the years. So, if Pogba being the world-class player that he is, the World Cup winner, uh, and with so much of talent that everyone uh, you know, has bestowed on him, he's actually not uh, you know, done full potential or rather full justice to that potential of his. And when your agent who you are sort of you know, living with in terms of wherever, you know, these days agents are sort of the right hand yeah. or the right leg of the footballers when it comes to transfers and where they're going to be. And we know Minerala being a, such an influential figure in the footballing fraternity. So I, 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 I think I was very distressed and I accepted the fact that maybe it is time for United to move on and let Pogba go. And uh, you know, acquire some good amount of money, and uh, maybe uh, go for some other midfield player who's actually gonna, uh, uh, you know, pay dividends to to the team or to the club that United is. But 
very honestly i think i have been proved wrong and i mean i'm very glad that i have been pogba after that has sort of you know put his head down and delivered uh, i think two three lovely uh, performances in that midfield i think uh, one against uh, uh, i think there were few i think the one that comes into my mind is the one against i think everton and uh, leeds or uh, i think wolves were uh, united 1-1 and again i think aston villa so i think i think he's uh, sort of you know told himself or maybe ole has had a word with him that look mate if you want to uh, you know go away in the transfer window that's fine but right now you have to focus on the team and focus on what you are doing and maybe that's going to help you uh, in the future so i think he's taken those words uh, to his heart or to his brain and he's put in some uh, lovely performances he's actually helped the team in that midfield so i'm i'm really impressed uh, with him I, and i usually do not say that with him or i haven't said that in the past but um, yeah i mean i can only hope uh, because i think you, you said that he is a talented player at the end of the day we have to all uh, yeah, you know agree to that yeah you have to agree to that it is just that you know his attitude his the way he yeah. runs or the way he conducts himself on, on the pitch that uh, attracts so much of attention on social media and etc but and not just that you can show the other players on the pitch as well right so right of course of course standing his shoulders are down right right but i mean i mean see we talked about uh, fernandez right and we sort of expected united at united i think we always believe that pogba might uh, rise up to the level that bruno has or the kind of impact that bruno has had on the team in the last 12 odd months pogba would have had that but then you got to understand there are a lot of uh, intricacies uh, in the team or you know his positioning on the field as compared to how he was in juventus so but yeah i mean let's let's not get into that i hope pogba uh, rediscovers his form or the form that he is in right now he go along with it and maybe we'll see some breathtaking uh, performances uh, yeah. till the end of the year Yeah, hopefully we hope so, right? At least for the sake of football, right? Uh, absolutely. Want the talents to get wasted, right? The prime example absolutely. we have is Mario Balotelli, right? Right, right. And how right. we waste that, right? Right. And uh, now speaking of impact, uh, another player, at least I hoped would have uh, quite a big impact is uh, Donny Van de Beek, right? So he has not gotten that kind of opportunities, that consistent run in the team. uh so you know what are your thoughts on that what's happening there i mean is is it something not clicking because he has been i mean for two three seasons he was performing really really well for uh, for ajax uh is something missing here uh, is he not able to gel with the team not able to gel with the the premier league uh, you know what's happening with uh, with that it's it's a very uh, strange and interesting uh, i would say i use the both those words with uh, donny van de beek i think you know he was brought in uh, keeping in mind that you know given that pogba's situation is always up for uh, attention i think ole had that in one corner of his uh, mind that you know what if pogba leaves and then i'll i'll have someone to fall back on in the midfield so and especially as you said his performances against uh, real madrid a uh, couple of seasons back in the champions league that uh, created a lot of attention and he got good reviews uh, after that in that uh, lovely ajax team uh, so and the acquisition was uh, 
uh, I think some th- thought in the commentary when I was listening in the summer transfer window that some thought maybe it was not desired from a United perspective since they always already had a Bruno Fernandez and then a McTominay and then a Pogba. So some felt that maybe that was not the right decision, but then some felt that with the kind of uh, policy that Ole and United are taking in terms of investing in you know uh, uh, players at a young age and players who can make an impact. So Van der Beek was brought in. Now, obviously, I mean, he hasn't uh, got that game time, as we call it in football, the proper game time. I think he's hardly played the full 90 minutes and he's hardly started. And the reason I think a lot of people are saying that Ole, or rather even I feel that Ole uh, is not very 100% sure about the team that he, uh, you know, uh, picks uh, day in, day out. Uh, it, it's... Uh, you see the double pivot that he's using in terms of uh, Fred and McTominay day in, day out. Now, that has not happened with United in a, in a long, long time. Um, and you have to go back to the fact that United's defence, again, is a huge contributor to that. I mean, the defence, had the defence being really strong, maybe you would have just played one pivot in the form of a defensive midfielder, either a Matic or a Fred or a McTominay. But since the defense, uh, he's not 100% sure that, you know, they're going to perform really well. He has to play the double pivot. Now, once you play the double pivot, then it just hardly gives you three more options in front of them. Now, considering the attacking options that he has, and especially, you know, Green Greenwood, how he has been. Fernandez, of course, with the current form, you can't leave him out. Rashford, again, he's, he's been a bright star in the United team. So, I think he... he Every day he, uh, you know, fights within himself that who should I play and who should I not. Pogba, of course, I mean, if you leave him out for a couple of games, there will be huge commotion on social media that what has happened, why is a star player like that not uh, on on the team and all that. So I think uh, I think he has that in mind, but at the same time, I think he's also looking into the factor that I think you have to just uh, go over to Chelsea and how it's happening with Werner and. Kai Havertz, right? So they are they are taking their time to settle into a different league and with the rigorous uh, attributes of the Premier League and all that. So I think he uh, has that in mind. I think as a manager, he likes to give people that time or that comfort level to settle in. So I think that is also a factor that is, uh, I think, take, being taken into consideration when Ole uh, drafts a team. So I'm I'm actually very sad to see him not play day in day out, but I think looking at the larger picture and how United is gonna be for the next few years, I think maybe it's just the right thing to do. And maybe we're just what 17 games into the season, there's still another almost 50% of games left, and then uh, Europa and uh, the FA Cup if we progress. So I think there are games uh, uh, for uh, Van der Beek to make an impact. He has to, I think, bide his time and uh, wait for that right opportunity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, we really do hope he gets his chances and he is able to make an impact, right? And, and prove us uh, you know, the player that he is. Uh, right. So, finally, you know, ending, uh, what are your thoughts on the season? What is the position that ending the season with? I think, as I said, Avro, uh, right? I think I am uh, not very. Uh, optimistic about United uh, going for the title. I think it's a, it's a very uh, honest uh, opinion of mine. I, of course, as a fan, as a supporter, I would love to see the team uh, fight with uh, the likes of City and Liverpool. But I think this year, uh, 
might not be the uh, might not be that year but then again uh, once i said that i realized how much uh, covid has had an impact in this season and the crazy score lines that we have all witnessed and what more uh, covid has to uh, offer so you know we do not know what's going to happen so this might be one of those crazy seasons but uh, i i would love them to improve on the uh, not in terms of the league position but i think the mental attitude and the style of play and everything that has been lacking uh, so i i would definitely want united to improve on that we have couple of you know young players in the form of pelestri and amad diallo who has been who have been brought in right. i am very eager to see those uh, because th- those two are attacking midfielders and uh, ones that we have been looking for so and hopefully amad diallo will play at some point in the next uh, few months so i am hoping to see all these players and uh, uh, let's see if if luck is on our side and if covid is on our side maybe we can end up with the premier league table uh, with the title All right, Sharon. Yeah, let's let's uh, hope for the best. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's it's it, it was a very insightful discussion that we had, and uh, thank you so much again. Thank you, bro. Yes, yeah, so we we do look forward to having other discussions and see how United season pan out, especially with the with the huge match coming up against Liverpool in a couple of weeks. Oh, absolutely! I think that one uh, will be a cracker of a game. Uh, I I hope. it's not a drab uh, stalemate like it was with manchester city and i hope uh, teams just uh, there are a lot of goals in that match and both the teams uh, go on the front foot and deliver a masterclass